Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Buster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. I am excited for today because not only are we talking about Tales of the Jedi, but even more importantly, we are are utilizing a brand spanking new uh, streaming platform. We are on StreamYard. And uh, we this is our first time, so we're testing it out and uh, seeing how things are. So uh, uh, if you want to comment in the comment section to let us know, because um, we, we're still trying to figure that out too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when you said that, I was like, oh, wait, I got to switch over to comments. <laughs> right. Hey everybody! I'm gonna put that on there and stuff. So, um, so there may be a little bit of a delay getting back and forth uh, to everyone, but I think what's cool is we can actually pick uh, like all platforms, which platforms, uh, um, and and see what's working and what's not. So we are still figuring this out. Looks well, like we're doing pretty good. And speaking of. <laughs> Brenda, uh, hey everybody. Brenda says uh, your mic is in the way of seeing your goatee, so I guess we better. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, I was just going to say. Speaking of uh, switching to a new streaming service, so we had thrown out a uh, what? What did we call it? A uh, uh, a drive, I guess. Yes, it was a drive to we were it restream was up for renewal and we were right. like, well, let's, you know, we'll do a drive to see if we can get some money to help pay for that because it's quite expensive. And uh, in the process, we uh, got exposed to StreamYard um, and by some friends. And we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. And then uh, and so we decided to look into it and I well, I were liking it much more. Better. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. <laughs> so a part of that uh drive was if we if we made our goal, which we didn't quite make the goal for restream, but we made the goal to switch to StreamYard. So part of that was I would color my goatee orange. Aha. Uh-huh. If you are watching the video. It is quite orange. <laughs> I'll also post a picture on uh, on Kofi and on Facebook too. So, right, those of you listening will be able to see my orange beard. <laughs> <laughs> my very very orange beard. <laughs> Which originally I was going to do it green, but considering I have a green screen behind me, my it wife would be kind of funny. Yeah, she's like, you know, uh, your half your face won't show up if you 
to go green. I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Yep. So I decided to go with orange. So yeah. So um, I'm walking through some of the comments. Uh, go for Fuffernut. Good moral kind service. Good to see you. Hey, could you let us know if I tried to send a note to saying, hey, everybody on Twitch, um, if that let me know if that showed up or not. Um, Roger said Facebook is working. Great. Awesome. Uh, Megan says YouTube is looking good, too. Um, oh, we got. uh so I'm going to say, yo, hey, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> uh, Brenda said, did pretty good job. Uh, looks pretty good. Just kept the goatee. Yes, she yeah, did a great she, job on that. She did it. She actually did it. So <laughs> I, I can't really take credit for it. I, I ordered it. <laughs> And I'm I'm the result of it. <laughs> <laughs> so very exciting, everybody. Um, all kinds of new things all around. Uh, new goatee <laughs> color, <laughs> new stream yards are, uh, that were we went ahead and invested in. Um, and uh, because we had looked at it, we did a test run one night. Our friends from Three Geeky Dads joined in to kind of. Yes, they, they just hopped right in, and then we were able to. Uh, share an invite with them and they got right on and uh, and I used it uh, I have another podcast that uh, I tested it with we just did the record only we didn't go live and um, and it worked great it worked fine there was no hang-ups no slowdowns no hard you know things it was fabulous so we invested in everybody and now we are using StreamYard now we got to talk about who introduced StreamYard to us um, hi Janelle good morning who, Janelle who introduced StreamYard to us? So I got introduced to StreamYard through uh, our friend Chris Mott of Mocktails from Mocktails from the Cantina. Um, Chris has been using StreamYard since he started doing his YouTube channel, Mocktails. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I threw it out to Steve and I was like, well, hey, uh, Chris uses this all the time and he really likes it. And I think he uses the free version still. Cause his still got the little duck in the corner and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, for, for those of you who are like duck in the corner, which, what are you talking about? This yeah, duck in the corner. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he's still using the free, free one. Cause if you use the free one, you have to have the watermark of the, their logo and such. So, gotcha. yeah. So big thanks to Chris Mott for introducing us to StreamYard, And for the next year, we'll, We'll be testing this sucker out and see how it does. Ooh, Brenda said usually there is a delay from Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, it's like a minimum five seconds, five to ten seconds. They're saying it's only about one second delay now. Nice. Oh, nice. that's nice for the comments so we can get them back and forth quicker. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, thank you. So, hey, everybody, if you're listening to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform, uh, obviously you're like, well, I can't see you on Saturday mornings, we do these live. And and so if you can join us, we'd love to have you and comment. Uh, the community that's being built is just fabulous. It's just great. And, and you can always go back and watch us on YouTube if you can't join us live. Yeah. And our Facebook page. Yeah, Facebook. We're on Facebook and Twitch. Twitch. We're on Twitch. I don't think you can you go back and see it on Twitch? You can go back and see I it. I think on for up to two weeks. Yes. It's on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, uh, Brian, welcome, Brian. Brian says, well, looks like someone met their pledge drive goal. 
Uh, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, Brian, you need to check your account too. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. Oh my goodness. That's great. Well, Hey everybody. I'm so glad you can make it today. We've got, um, a lot to cover today. Well, not a whole lot, but we've got certain topics that are going to take a little bit to discuss and talk about because they're very exciting. So with that, Mike, um, uh, I would love to get your, uh, what's the word? Uh, start with the, the news Geeky news. I still don't have a sounder. I gotta, I gotta work on a sounder for that one, but, um, yes. So we have geeky news. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'll do it again. <laughs> Welcome everybody. The news as it happens. Okay. okay. All right. There you go. All right. So today's geeky news. Um, we've all complained about DC and everything that's going on in the DC movie universe and the fact that it's just a messed up jumble over there they don't seem to know what they're doing well things are about to get shaken up over dc because dc has finally found and put in place their kevin feige and it is none other than james gunn himself uh james gunn the director of uh suicide squad 2 he was mm-hmm. also the director for Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which he's got to finish up all of his Guardian stuff over at Marvel. In fact, there was a video I saw Kevin Feige. Somebody asked Kevin Feige what he thought about the fact that James Gunn is going to be him in the DC universe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Kevin said, well, first he's got to finish up his Galaxy, his Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas and Guardians of the Galaxy 4. And then you guys can have him. <laughs> and he says, and then I'm excited to see what he, what he's going to do with DC after he finishes his Guardian stuff. So, <laughs> so apparently, he's going to finish up some Marvel tasks before he makes the full move over here. Um, but apparently, it's James Gunn and Peter Safra, Safran, Safran. They yes. will be the co-leads. I, I guess that's the co-heads co-heads. co-heads. Yeah. Co-heads. Is it that like sounds kind of funny too. I know. It's like a toe head. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know what the official uh, title is, but they will be the heads of the DC studios. And I just heard that it's no longer considered the DC EU, but it's now just the DCU. <laughs> Brian <Yeah>. Coneheads. <laughs> Coneheads? We are from France. <laughs> nice. I love the Coneheads movie. That was a great movie. It was a great bit on uh, Saturday Night Live. Back when Saturday Night Live was funny. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, James Gunn is taking over. Uh he has already stated this uh, he has five mm-hmm things that he wants to focus on coming into taking over this position. Okay. Number one, Superman. Yeah. Right on about freaking time. Yes. Um, And to continue off of our black Adam. Yes. Who's back? Who's back? Henry Cavill's back, baby. Himself. Yes. I'm pretty um, pumped. I am pretty too. pumped. Oh my gosh. I, I am so excited that Henry Cavill is back. 
He is my favorite Superman since uh, Christopher Reeve. Um, I, I think mm-hmm. he's the best, honestly. Uh, he has done such a good job, and he's been, let's face it, crapped on by by Warner Brothers. So, yeah. Did you hear the rumor? Did we talk about that rumor? About yeah, that? that that Dwayne Johnson just went directly to the head of Warner Brothers and said, "Yeah, give me Henry." <laughs> yeah, because uh, Walter Hamada was just like he was he he was didn't want him. And so then he went up and then guess who's now gone and what, what propagated this. <laughs> Hamada's gone. You know, the only thing that would make that story better would be if, if we were told that Dwayne Johnson came in and body slammed him or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would so love that. <laughs> Puts That's him in a headlock, funny. you know, <laughs> right? Look, you're going to bring back Henry. You know, I think mean, gives the big the the eye, <laughs> yeah, right? Like he does. Um. So yeah, number one is Superman. That's number one on his list. Uh, number two, Batman. Now, it's going to be interesting where they go with the Batman. Um, because I mean, we already have the Batman, mm-hmm. which was a very successful film, but obviously the Batman is not in the same universe as our justice league is. So mm-hmm. it's not going to fit with the justice league. So are they going to continue with that? Just being separate continuity, which I, I hope they do honestly. Um, so, and we know that uh, Michael Keaton, Batman is getting introduced in the flash movie, which is still happening. Um, but we've also heard that some scenes got changed in that film. Uh, and I think Batfleck, Ben Affleck, is going to take a little bit more prominent role than he originally had. Okay. And then we've also heard rumors that uh, scenes in the Aquaman movie, because Batman was supposed to make an appearance in the Aquaman movie, but it was supposed to be the Michael Keaton Batman. Now I'm hearing it's Ben Affleck. So that tells me Ben Affleck is back um, in the DC universe ah. ah good morning chris mott speaking of the chris great chris mott. Mott. Cha, cha. we were just talking about you yes chris is about to celebrate his 100th episode by the way so whoop, check whoop. out mocktails from the cantina he is yeah. a good friend of ours he's been on the show and we hope to have him back chris to talk about uh andor when it wraps up i am uh excited to see your thoughts on andor yeah, Chris, so, it was all good. We actually gave you credit for introducing us to StreamYard, yes, which is did. now what we're using. And yes. Um, yes, and then we made a comment about the duck being in the corner. And so <laughs> uh, I showed the duck. Here's the duck. There's the duck powered by StreamYard. <laughs> all right. So number two is Batman. So big question is, where do we go with Batman? Do we get a solo Batfleck movie. I personally think that there needs to be a solo Batfleck. <laughs> you know. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. I would I mean, love to see it. I, you the, know, the battle-hardened Batman. I'd yeah, love to see it. I would too. I mean, I've enjoyed what we've had of him so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't feel that he's getting his due without having a solo film. I think yeah. he needs a solo film. Real you know? quick. 
I would still love to see that. I want your opinion on this. Okay. Batman versus Deathstroke. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. Now I got to put the E on the podcast. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, I want that scene that, you know, that they had filmed. I guess it was like a test scene or whatever with, uh, what's his name? Joe, I can't think of Man- his name. Mangaleone, whatever. Yeah. I can't say his name. The big D&D player. Yeah. He yeah. was in the the uh, uh, the, uh, the Purge movies, wasn't he? Was he in some of the Purge movies too? I don't know. I, Janelle just posted skip. I, I don't know what she's skipping. I hope she's not skipping us. <laughs> Skip this. <laughs> skip this. Skip you. Skip off. <laughs> Get into all our skip stuff. Um, or maybe she's asking if, if you would Steven skip it. I don't know. Uh, or maybe she's saying she would skip the Batman versus Deathstroke. Now, I would not skip that at all. I, Deathstroke's one of my all-time favorite DC characters. And I love it when he goes up against Batman. That is one of my favorite uh, um, fights, let's just say. Versus. So, okay. So, Batman's number two. Moving on. Number three is Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot. Okay. Okay. I mean, that means the the, uh, Holy Trinity of DC Universe is going on as, uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, as Zack Snyder had casted. These are Zack Snyder's casts. He casted Henry Cavill. He casted uh, Ben Affleck. He casted uh, Gal Gadot. So, you know, it, that kind of tells me that Zach may be back too. Um, I hope so. That would be great. I don't think. I don't think we will see the the Justice League trilogy that he had planned. I don't think that'll happen because I believe they've went in a slightly different direction than that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that he can't come in and direct. Like he could come in and do Man of Steel too. So I'm I'm excited about that possibility. That would be cool. Um, his number four priority is Aquaman, and we all know who Aquaman is. So um, Jason Momoa, right? So Jason continues. Number five. This was a surprise to me. His his fifth one is Harlequin. Which came as a little bit of a surprise to me. I mean, I know she's a huge character. I love Harley. Harley's one of my favorite characters, Mm -hmm. too. Um, Always has been. Uh, Ever since she was introduced back back in the Batman animated days, which is the best animated cartoon in history. Um, But, you know, I I didn't really think of her as a priority in the DCU. At least not that high up on the list, anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I would have probably put Joker up above that, but she's getting ranked up higher than the Joker, at least on his his to do list. So, mm-hmm. um, wow, wow, yeah. what a list! Yeah, I agree, I agree totally. So, some things that I would like to see happen. Okay, since we All got right. Black Ad- since we got Black Adam, and we got the introduction to the Justice Society, um. Unfortunately, the Justice Society was not on his list, but I want to see the Justice Society continue. I I, I want to see that develop more. Yeah. Um, I want a Man of Steel two, and I want Brainiac. I I want a Man of Steel two with Brainiac in it. Mm. We've never gotten a good true. I mean, 
we got a decent Brainiac in the uh, Krypton series. That that wasn't a bad series, actually. Um, he was pretty good. But I, I want a full-on movie version of Brainiac. I, I think that would be amazing. Um, mm, okay. And I already said I want a Batfleck solo film. And yes, I would love it if it was Batfleck versus Deathstroke. That would be amazing. Um, so those are just some of the things that I want to see happen in the DCU because it's no longer the DCEU. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Luther and his land grab schemes. <laughs> I agree, Brian. Uh, if we're going to bring Lex in, I want him Lex. in the, I want, I want him in the power suit. <laughs> I want to see a full on Lex power suit. That would be amazing. Right. But, I want Brainiac more than I want Lex in a power suit. I don't know. Lex in a power suit would be good. Oh, it would be great, but I want Brainiac. Yeah. You know who, yeah. who else I'd like to see? And I'd, I'd like to see who's what what the reactions are to this. I wouldn't mind seeing Bizarro Superman. Bizarro. Wouldn't that, that would be, be interesting? Awesome. That would be fun. I'd like to see what they would do with that in a live live action version. That'd be interesting. So... I think James Gunn has his work cut out for him. Um, and hopefully Agreed. he is listening to The Rock because I look at The Rock as one of us. And The Rock said, listen to the fans. They will lead you in the right direction. So mm-hmm. these are the things we're saying, guys. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very and, exciting. And James is a fan, too. So, you know, uh, what he did with Suicide Squad 2 was amazing. So. Yeah, yeah. Even brought in Starro. Who who knew that was going to happen? Yeah, and I I thought Starro would be a horrible, you know, enemy for the big screen, and actually, it was fantastic. It was fun. <laughs> it was true to the comics. It really was. Oh yeah, Roger said they did bring Bizarro on the TV show. Yes, they did. Um, they, I think they had Bizarro on the Smallville, uh, series at one point. Um, but I, I want to see, I want to see a Henry Cavill version of Bizarro. That's what I want. Mm, I think, that'd okay. be, you know, kind of give him the whole zombie look and, and everything. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. We've already got a glimpse of it in the Witcher where he took the medicine and then his face went white and the eyes changed and stuff. I, so. I've I tried watching the first episode of The Witcher. I can't get past Henry's blonde hair. <laughs> oh, the white ashen hair. It bugs me. <laughs> it's part of the character. I got you. It's all right. It's okay. I just I don't know. He he looks weird. Here I am with an orange beard saying he looks weird with, with blonde. <laughs> right, right. I guess that's the uh, kettle calling the or pot calling the kettle black or whatever. Uh, right on. Whatever yeah. the saying is, I don't know. Yep. Anyway, so what's the um? I threw it. It's worth it, Janelle. Says. It is. I've watched both seasons. I'll uh, all right. I'll give it another I shot. I'll, I'll give. You know what? For you guys, I'll give it another shot. <laughs> There's a great fight sequence in the first season. That's just fabulous. The, 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 what do they call him? The Blavigan, the butcher of Blavigan. And so you get that sequence of why he gets that name. Nice. And, uh, it's incredible fight sequence. Incredible. So, okay. Any other news that you have on your plate That's all uh, for us like. today? Okay. What about, what about it's time for. Geekdar. All right, let me play the sounder. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you don't need that private. We're right here. Now, what is it? Now, what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. It's not all he's lost. <laughs> you know, on StreamYard, I could hear that more clearer. Wait, and- wait. You could hear it. I, much more better. Much more better. Oh yeah, everybody. There's my rock star for today. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking ooh. iced coffee. Ooh, nice. Um, so, uh, I I could hear the laughter, like when he started to break out a character in that clip. Much more better <laughs> in, on on this. So. That's awesome. Well, it's to, we probably need to see if we can get that video clip and uh, see if we can play that uh, at some point. But anyway, okay. So, what is on your Geekdar? Okay. Well, I, I don't have a lot of stuff. I actually do not have it. Well, I've got tons of comic books. I always have comic books. Um, just haven't really read anything this week. Uh, bought things, but I haven't read them <laughs> as usual. Uh, but so my geek star this week is actually going to be another podcast, uh, one that we tout all the time, the three geeky dads, because I've been catching up on their podcast. Um, they they kind of started something new over the last few weeks. They mm-hmm. they're doing what they call the escape pod, uh, where any one of the the geeky dads can do basically like a solo show with a guest of their choice or something. Ooh. Cool. Yeah. So Mark's been doing the first few uh, escape pods, and he's been doing it with a friend of his, Dean, who is also a artist. Um, and they've been going over some of their favorite horror movies. Um, so that's been really fun. I've enjoyed that. Uh, and then uh, their latest episode, uh, the main episode, the main podcast, it was uh, Freddy versus Jason. So it was like the the Freddy franchise, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise versus the Friday the 13th, the 13th. franchise, uh, which I thought was a great concept. They did a good job and, and had a lot of fun with that. So, oh, so check it out, everybody. Yeah, definitely uh, check out. The <laughs> there's a there's a nice little plug for for Brian for our good friends. Yes, for our good friends is the Geeky Dads. Cool. Well, nice. I don't have anything on Geekdar only because I've been yeah, gone all. <laughs> yeah, I've been gone all week. I left early, early last Sunday morning. I spent the rest of the day Saturday right after the podcast to uh, just pack and make sure I have everything together and and get things situated. Then left early, uh, went to Denver, and I was there for the week. I got back early Thursday. Uh, Thursday morning. Well, it was probably late morning when I got in finally. Uh, just beat the snow that hit Denver, but they still wow. had to de-ice the plane before we even got in the air. And so it was crazy. And, yeah, that's funny. Your wife posted last, I think last Sunday, uh, that you guys got snow in, in, there in Montana. Mm-hmm. And and it did. My wife commented back, yeah, and Michael's running around here 
in shorts and 80 degree weather. <laughs> yeah, we got our first snow. It was snowing when I left Bozeman and they had to clean off the plane. So it delayed our flight and stuff because we'd already gotten like three inches, three, four inches and stuff. Wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you so can keep that crap. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. Um, I, I met people from all over the world. So there was uh, a, a wonderful woman from Belgium that I got to meet. Oh, wow. There was uh, another guy from Australia that I got to meet. And he's he's like, uh, have you ever had Tim Tams? And I'm like, what? Tim Tams? What is Tim Tams? So it's a cookie. It's a chocolate cookie that's that in Australia they use it to dip in their coffee and stuff. And you can find them in some grocery stores because Tim Tam, the, the it was an Australian baker who created them and he was visiting the United States and he was at a racetrack and he was trying to find inspiration for, you know, kind of a name and stuff. And the horse that won the races was named Tim Tam. Oh wow. And so that's where he named them. And it's been, the cookie's been around for like 50 some odd years or something like that. So, but they are available. So kind of a a foodie geek dar kind of a thing. Cause let let me put it to you this way. One cookie has 90 calories. They are so good. (laughs) And how many did you eat? (laughs) I was very good. (laughs) Wait, wait, he didn't have a Vegemite sandwich. Nope. <laughs> Isn't he supposed to? He's from Australia, right? He's supposed right, to have a vegetable right. sandwich, right? That's right. Yeah, he's that's, really that's, nice that's the way the song goes, right? Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it was good. It was a great. I'm, I'm part of a network that we are certified trainers in what's called the process communication model. And there are people all over worldwide. And we all got together, kind of re up our skills, find out what's new, what's going on and stuff. And uh, so it was, it was, it was a lot of fun, but it was busy. It was a lot of content, a lot of connections. And then even one night we had a chef that came in and prepared like a five course meal for us. And he was, a we all talked and it was just a great time. Boy, that, that was like a seven hour event. (laughs) It was, yeah. So it was good. So I'm, I'm out of Geek Diary, everybody. But I did, on Wednesday, download all the episodes of Tales of the Jedi onto my phone so I could watch them on the plane. Nice, nice. Yep. And that would be our main event today. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we're 30 minutes in already. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. So let's get ready. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Somehow I got to come up with some kind of parody of that and, and use that. Um, but yeah, right. so our main event today is Tales of the Jedi. Uh, this was a kind of a last minute decision um, because we did have uh, another topic planned. But since Stephen was in Colorado uh, this week, he's not going to get a chance to do all he, that we needed to happen. Gonna, <laughs> do that, so. so he texted me and said, Hey, are you up to doing Tales of the Jedi? And I said, heck yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So Tales of the Jedi. On um, Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. Well, let's start off with this. First of all, the title Tales of the Jedi actually comes from a comic book series that was um, introduced in the, I want to say, 90s or early 2000s. I should have looked that up. Oh, okay. Um, uh, it, it was a... Uh, um, it was done by Dark uh, Dark Horse Comics because at that time Dark Horse had the Star Wars rights for the comic books, and it focused mainly 
on the uh, old Republic of, of Star Wars. So like thousands of years before, uh, well, as we would say, BBY, before the Battle of Yavin. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this is kind of Disney's way of doing Tales from the Jedi, but they didn't even touch the uh, old Republic, which I would have really been happy with that. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they would have gotten into that. Uh, so hopefully maybe some somewhere down the line, they'll pick up the old Republic stories and start doing some of that. I, I would mm-hmm. really like that. Um, but in the meantime, what we did get, I wouldn't consider it the original tales, but these were very good. I very, was, very good. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was super impressed with these stories. Yeah. So do you want to give a, how do you want to do ratings for the stories or do we just say overall or just, um, well, do you want to, you want to go through each other? There's six stories. Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. if, if I'm going to give, if I'm going to give the show, it's, uh, the whole thing, I'm probably going to rate it. And well, what are we using for our scale? (laughs) Right. Uh, You know what? It, It was very Jedi focused. So let's, let's go with lightsabers. Um, What's Sage Page? Hey Sage Page, what's oh, up, man? <laughs> Always two there are Mike and Steven. The That's force awesome. is strong with these. Good morning, Sage. That was awesome. Thank you very much. Hey Sage, uh, dude, you're gonna make me turn as red as my beard is orange. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, let's go. Since it was very Jedi focused, let's go with lightsabers. And I love it. I, I, as a whole, all six episodes, I think I would give this nine out of ten lightsabers. I really mm, I right on really good. Um, some of the best storytelling they've done in a while, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if if Chris is still in the uh, chat, he's probably gonna not like what I have to say, but much more better than Andor. <laughs> whoop whoop! Right on! Cheers. Mm, 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 mm. Political intrigue that was interesting. Uh, Granted, I haven't watched the last two episodes of Andor. I got to catch up. So so I don't know how the last two went. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed what we got. And uh, it was kind of divided between uh, Ahsoka and Count Dooku. Which was really interesting. It was. A lot of stuff about Count Dooku. So I I enjoyed Mm -hmm. that. That was good. I took it as like, you know how this is in the same vein as Rebels, as Clone Wars, and especially with um, Clone Wars. Remember how it was always like three episode arcs, three episode arcs. This is six episodes, which are really two arcs of three episodes, one for Ahsoka and then the other for Count Dooku, even though it started with Ahsoka for the first episode, then the next three were Count Dooku, and then the last two were Ahsoka. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Totally. And, and um, I will have to say, um, overall, I definitely would easily give it a 9 out of 10. Easy. 9 out of wow, 10. Wow, we both agree on this one. Yeah. Wow. Um, nice. I I enjoyed, yeah, Brenda saying it exactly, uh, is the backstory. Uh, yep. loved it. Like it, it was all backstory. 
It was filling in some gaps on some questions people may have had. Um, but the, um, well, we'll go, I don't know if you want to go episode by episode, but the, but I do want to say the one thing that I enjoyed more than anything else with the Count Dooku story was you understood his motivation. Yes. Yes. And I, and it was great storytelling and all. I, yeah. I think they fleshed him out a little bit better than what we've gotten in the past. I'll admit Count Dooku is, you know, as far as the movies goes, he's not been one of my favorite characters. I just, well, one, I get turned off on his name. <laughs> First of all, his Darth name is way better than his Jedi name because <laughs> he's Darth Tyrannus. Yeah. So we should just be calling him Darth Tyrannus, not Count Dooku. Dooku yeah. just sounds terrible. I don't. What the heck was George Lucas thinking? Right. We'll, 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 we'll name this guy Dooku. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's it's funny. I like funny. But now under the realm of Darth Tyrannus would help me understand that his name is really about the tyranny of Senate leaders misusing their powers. Okay. That's where my brain would go and stuff. All right. Well, let's start with the first episode. First episode, the title was Life and Death. And the synopsis is this. A year after her birth, an infant, Ahsoka Tano, is taken on her first hunting trip with her mother, Pav T. Both are surprised by a large predatory animal that kidnap Ahsoka. After Ahsoka subdues the animal and has its return, has it return her to the village, the village elders realize she is a Jedi. Wow, the synopsis pretty much gave away the whole episode there, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, what synopsis are you looking at? I'm looking at Wikipedia. Right on. That's a good synopsis. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was fun seeing Ahsoka as a baby. Um, I love the fact that you, 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 you learn that the, the, the face markings, that they're not tattoos, that they're actually on her face and they, they grow and change as she grows and gets older. And I thought that was cool. It was a nice little detail that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, I liked the bonding between mother and daughter. Yes. That was good. And and I liked how, how she still respected the old traditions of their people. I, I thought that was really cool. I yeah. liked that. Um, as a supporter of 2A, <laughs> I have to say I was super impressed with something. Okay. Uh, when when Pavti goes to shoot the, uh, I don't know what that thing was. Uh, it looked to me like a kangaroo. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what that was. Uh, but she goes to shoot the kangaroo animal. And I noticed she does not put her finger on the trigger until she's about to shoot. <laughs> Somebody is paying attention there. And I, I really appreciate that. Right. That, that, that's excellent detail. And I loved it. Um, I loved this episode. I thought it was fantastic. Good. And then we got the, you, you, you got that sense that uh, Padme has a very similar ability to both Anakin Skywalker 
and to Ezra Miller, um, where she she can kind of control animals. Ezra Bridger. Or, Bridger. Yeah. What did I say? Ezra Miller, the Flash. <laughs> Ezra Miller, the Flash. Sorry. Yeah, Ezra Bridger. Sorry. Um, yeah, because both Ezra and Anakin both seem to have this ability with animals. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Brian. I caught that. <laughs> Brian's pointing out my mistake, too. Um, <laughs> but they both have this ability with animals, and I really thought that was a neat thing to bring out. Yeah. I, I didn't really know that about Ahsoka, you know, so. Yeah. No, I thought that was good. I was like, ooh, a little more insight to her character, a little more. Yeah. When she's a baby. <laughs> when she's a baby. Yeah, I thought that was really good. And really I liked good. it when the elder, when when the the saber tooth tiger thing brings her back, and I'm going to call it a saber tooth tiger because that's what. That's it fine. Like. Okay, sounds uh, good. When that brings her back, and the elders like, Ahsoka is Jedi. I loved it. I freaking loved it. It was, was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And I don't good. know if Ashley got to voice the baby or not. I do know Ashley Eckstein did came come back to voice uh, Ahsoka in the other two episodes. Yes. I was so happy and relieved that Ashley was back mm-hmm. and, and taking her rightful place as the voice of Ahsoka Tano. Because let's face it, without Ashley, we would not have this character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To bring it to life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right on. Yeah, um, I I thought the animation, the opening, the animation to this episode was just phenomenal. Oh my gosh, incredible! Did yeah. you see the water? I was just like, the oh my water gosh. was good. The trees were good. The grass was good. I mean, it was just you know when she went to the forest to hunt, I was just like, this is this is top notch animation. Oh, when they were showing spare no expense, spare no expense. Exactly. Man, when they were showing the mountains, it was almost like we were looking at actual mountains. It was amazing. Mm, Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Sage page. We're going to come back to that when we get to the Dooku episode. That's good. Everybody, if you're uh, on Twitch and you're watching, you can probably see us. Uh, comment, but I'll, like I'll put it up pin, on the screen. Okay, can you like pin that or something? Or I think I can. Let's see if it does the whole thing. It does. Uh, <laughs> oh, says, nice. Answering your question as to why he chose it, meaning of Doku or Duku. Poison Duku is a boy's name of Japanese origin. This oh, name comes from cool. the name Duku, which happens to mean poison. Well, listen to that. Sage coming right on. Amazing. Dropping some like, knowledge. Sage. <laughs> Yeah, Sage. That's why Sage wise. <laughs> He's wise. It. Awesome, right? All right. Um, you got the synopsis is up to. I do actually. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Finish. Finish what you had to say with life and death, and then you go through justice. Okay. We'll, the animation we'll, was great, and the, and I love the whole animation. Did you notice though? At the very very beginning, I. I caught it for a minute. I meant to go back and watch it for a second time. I just didn't get a chance to watch them again. But the the owl figure, the owl that's in the in the series, the Rebel series, comes and lands on top of the hut at the very beginning. Oh, you know, I missed that. And I watched it three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I gotta watch it for time. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna test something here real quick, everybody. Give me just a second. I apologize. 
for the give me just a second give me just a second wait for it what are you gonna do I'm trying to see where we're the. We're all waiting. We're all waiting with. Oh, I earth. can't get it to work. I'm not. I'm not quick enough. I was gonna see if I could share the screen to see if I could show the picture okay. of it, but, but I'd have to find it. So I need a little more time to find it. So anyway, no um, problem. Anyway, needless to say, very exciting stuff. Um, so let me go ahead and read. Let me go into justice. Number two, Jedi Master Dooku and his Padawan Qui-Gon Jinn are sent to a planet to retrieve the senator's kidnapped son. As it turns out, the senator is starving and abusing his people, leading to the kidnapping. As the senator attacks and threatens to make an example of all involved, Dooku uses a force choke to intervene, but is but stopped by his Padawan before he kills the senator. Uh, you know, it's interesting that he's a Jedi. And he uses the force choke. Um, that's been something that's been debated for years. Is a force choke just a, uh, a Sith tool, or is that you know can it be utilized by both Jedi and Sith? Of course, right now Luke Skywalker proves that theory wrong in Return of the Jedi because Luke does use the force choke on one of the Gamorrean guards. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's also been questioned: was Luke uh, leaning towards the dark side there? Because technically the Gamorrean didn't do anything to him. Right. It's not like the Gamorrean was attacking him or anything, you know. But um, yeah, so I, I just thought that was interesting that Dooku used a force choke on that. And it's also interesting because it points out it points out some differences between Dooku and Qui-Gon, but at the same time, you see some of some of Dooku or you if you think back to uh Phantom Menace you can see some of Dooku in Qui-Gon at that point mm. from this because we get Qui-Gon showing how he has a distrust for the the Jedi Council and Qui-Gon shares that now Qui-Gon doesn't share all of Dooku's methods, but he shares a commonality when it comes to not having complete trust in the Jedi Council. Yeah, the the theme in the three episodes, the three Dooku episodes, does revolve around, do you serve the Senate or do you serve the people? Yes, agreed. And and I thought that was so good. And if you're serving the Senate, well, guess what? There are some bad senators. Uh huh. And we Which, need. To, they point that out in two of these episodes. So they sure do. And we're weeding. You know, I think we're. It, it was who do the Jedi serve? And I loved it how they said everybody knows the Jedi are just the the Senate's lapdogs, kind of a thing. <laughs> right. Right. Which, I mean, uh, sometimes that's true. Sometimes that's very true. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at Mace Windu. Mace Windu bows to the Senate. He he doesn't, you know, he doesn't go against the, the grain. Yeah, they did his they did his section really well, too. Yeah. His personality framework as a Jedi and stuff. <gasps> oh, I should do that. I wonder if I should do that. Do analyze personality frameworks for each one. Anyway, oh. sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that's interesting so uh we both enjoyed justice then we both thought it was yes good. 
Um, I also want to point out both of those episodes were written by Dave Filoni too. Yes. Um, so are we moving on to three. Uh, absolutely. All right. All number right, three is titled Choices. And uh, Jedi Masters Count Dooku and Mace Windu investigate a mysterious death of one of their own. As it turns out, the Senator's guard killed the Jedi in the, in a failed attempt to force the corrupt Senator to include them in his plot. After the attackers are subdued, Dooku is passed over as a member of the High Council in favor of Mace Windu as the council does not condone his aggressive methods. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And all I can I, think I've of, got to hear your opinion on this. All I could think of was the line in Phantom Menace. When Obi-Wan says to Qui-Gon master, if you would just go along with the council, they would make you one of the members. Mm-hmm. They would put you on the council. Mm-hmm. And, and and boom, here we are. We're seeing that, you know, we're we're seeing that side of of Qui Gon where he gets that from. He gets it from his master, uh, Count Dooku, which mm-hmm. I find fascinating. I I always related it to perspective. Because it, you know, from a certain point of view, you know, kind of a thing. And I absolutely loved it. And it made me think at that time, probably one of the most powerful Jedi was Qui-Gon, the most sage, knowledgeable Jedi who saw a bigger picture beyond everybody else, who was sensitive to the force, probably even more so. Right. And why he believed in that child, you know, the chosen one. Do you believe he'd be the chosen one? Why, yes, yes, I do. (laughs) Uh, So I, I, this episode was great. Again, it was Dooku got passed over. Um, I'm like, oh, he was almost on the council. Dooku was almost on the council. Well, and you know, Joe Castanu, she's the the librarian. She's the Jedi Master who's in charge of the library. Yes, uh, she even she even expresses how much uh, uh, adoration she has for Count Dooku in the film. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, she was like, he was a great master. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And she was in in the these episodes too. She was in, I think, this one in Choices. Yes, see her. Yes, so, yes, yeah. Um, oh, I just saw uh, Brian commented the the saber tooth tiger was a saber tooth loth cat. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of looked like that. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, I, I completely missed that statement. Uh, um, Sage Page says this. We're kind of oh, going gosh. into the Sith Lord one, but Qui Gon, in my opinion, was a more follower of the gray Jedi code more than anyone else. Um, though it isn't, wasn't really fully acknowledged. No offense, Sage. I hate the gray Jedi theory. <laughs> I like it. I, I like the gray Jedi that's theory. That's funny that you like that. Okay. Let's tackle this a minute. Right. Mr. I want my good guys to be good guys. And right. I want my bad guys to be bad guys. Right. Once a morally gray Jedi. <laughs> right. Okay, explain this to me, Stephen. It's chaotic neutral. No, I'm just kidding. It's not chaotic neutral. I'm kidding. I'm teasing. So the concept of the gray Jedi is one that doesn't follow extremes. So it's different. 
so with your you know with good guys being good and bad guys being bad or whatever you know it's it's how you present them the gray jedi is already set up as individuals who are trying to be more balanced and that's what i like them um more balanced within the force recognizing yes there is a dark side yes recognizing that that there is a light side but how do you balance between them and so that's where i like that it's that is in and of itself a character probably not between but almost a third Imagine a triangle where you have gray Jedi on one point, you have the Sith and then Jedi. Yeah. Okay. That's how I perceive it. All right. So I'm going to push back just a little bit. Push, push. Let's do it. Because earlier you made the comment that Qui-Gon to you seems to be the most wise, the most calm, you know, and, and, Right. All these great attributes, okay, which I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I actually would put, at least at this point in the Star Wars timeline, I would put Count Dooku as more of a gray, neutrally gray character. I could go with and, that. And and I would lean, lean that uh, Qui-Gon is more of the good guy in in his entire span actually interesting in fact i would even put him higher morally than i would luke skywalker honestly Ooh. Ooh. i think i think he is seeing things on a different level than both count dooku is and both the, and the council are and i think mm. he's closer to what a jedi should be than all of them are this is why I want more Qui-Gon Jinn stuff. <laughs> I, yeah, I would love more Qui-Gon Jinn stuff. Um, uh, man, you've got me thinking. Um, that's good. We could almost do another episode just on that. Jedi oh, yeah. Code and all that. Okay, write it down. <laughs> okay, done deal. I'm writing it down. Here we go. Jedi Code. All so right. be it, Jedi so choices was a very good episode and it really makes you think a lot about the whole council and the position right. the council takes and the position that Dooku takes compared to it. Now, mm-hmm. do you think that Mace Windu uh, had this planned that he knew that he knew that he was going to get, take her place? I do think he knew you do. I do. I still, I'm still struggling with it. I'm not sure. I, yeah. part of me says, yeah, he knew. There's part of me that leans with Count Dooku on this. Mm-hmm. But well, then there's well, that side of me that wants Mace to be that honorable, you know, yeah. Jedi. The the only reason I say I think he knew was because the two of them went out on the mission together, and yet it was Mace who ended up having a conversation with a council outside of Dooku. So if they were both in the running together, why did they not have that conversation with both of them at the same time and or because they were upset with his his tactics. Okay. That's what I would say. As that's my guess. So rather than confronting uh confronting friction or tension head on, they just went ahead and did it with Mace, which is why I'm still thinking they were already having conversations with him in the first but place. Don't you don't you think that sounds like the council though? That's yeah. Yeah. That they they shut people out. 
yeah, shut I, down Jedi. Yeah. This, this, this series, and we're really moving into the Sith Lord episode two, everybody, huh. you know, but the, I, I, the, this is putting a new spin for me on, on what was happening. Now, Palpatine with the Senate, with the Senate and stuff going on. Now, Palpatine was using it and he was, it's almost a more incredible mastermind of who he is as a character, as an evil character. And I love that. But how he used the problems in the Senate to turn Jedi. Yeah. Now, I think there's a big difference between Palpatine and Count Dooku. Agreed. Um, uh, one of the videos I was watching, somebody had made the comment that Count Dooku, uh, his character is much more political, um, where he he's on a political level where I think in a way his character actually means well. You know, he's not uh, he's not morally bad. You know what I mean? Um, right. He actually is trying to make changes through the political system for the better, for the good of the people Mm -hmm. is what I believe that Count Dooku is trying to do. Mm -hmm. And I think he was led into the, the uh, dark side um, because of. Oh, how, how about this? I, I, I think I'm, I may be tracking with you. The, okay. Do the ends justify the means? Yes. And and I think the thing is, is what's happening, we're seeing a progression of a guy who's been trying to play by the rules and is starting to get more frustrated and more frustrated and more frustrated. Right. And it's just like, you know, granted, do I agree with him taking the law into his own hands? Right. Yeah. I don't, I I don't excuse, I don't excuse his tactics. Well, I, I'm not uh, excusing that, but I'm understanding it more, much, yes. much more better. better. I'm understanding his motivations and stuff. Cha-ching. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. And, and it, why he's frustrated and does what he does. I think this made his character much more interesting. Than, yes. Than it ever Agreed. has been. Mm-hmm. I've never really been interested in count Dooku. Now I am. Now mm-hmm. you got these are good stories. They, they are they great do. stories. Yes. And I think I liked him because nothing was drawn out. No, no. It was nothing nice was quick. drawn out. Yeah. And, point. And, and just for the record, everybody, Steven did not once do a Steven skip. Wow. Just saying. Not Amazing. once. There wasn't enough time to do Steven skips in these. I, I mean, right. Uh, it was so funny because one would end and Brenda's like, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, these are just 15 minute episodes. Right. Nice, quick and, you know, simple, mm-hmm. fast. I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. it. It was mm-hmm. nice. All right. You want to take the next one? Yeah, let me do number four because we're really already kind of in it. But um, after Qui-Gon informed the High Council of his encounter with Darth Maul and Tatooine, Dooku warns him that the Council will not take him seriously. After Qui-Gon's death, Yaddle discovers that Dooku has been collaborating with another Sith Lord, Darth Sidious. Confronting them, Yaddle is killed by Dooku. Okay, I got to say, Yaddle looks way better in animation than she does in live action. I saw I, I saw a mag or a, a, an article from a website go. Um, Yaddle speaks normally, which tells us that Yoda's been trolling us the whole time. No, actually, <laughs> I read about that. I read something. Oh, okay, about that. okay, okay. So Dave Filoni was asked about that. 
Um, because when they said that they were going to, because we've never really had Yaddle speak in anything. That's, you know, uh, yeah, not that I'm aware she of. She just sat on the council. She didn't say anything. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, so when when they brought up that they were going to put Yaddle in this, Dave Filoni was asked, so is Yaddle going to speak in that backwards talk that Yoda uses? And he was ad, uh, um, uh, <laughs> he was adamant that no, um, Yoda's race is not like that. The reason Yoda speaks like that is in tribute to his master. Mm-hmm. Who spoke like that. So Yoda just does it as a tribute to his former master. It has nothing to do with his race. So that means that when, when we finally hear Grogu speak, he's not going to speak like Yoda, even if Yoda is his dad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause you know, at some point Yoda, Yoda and Yaddle got busy. <laughs> and they had a little Yoda Leahy who. <laughs> or Yoda Leahy Grogu. Yoda Leahy Grogu. No, I, we don't know if that's the case. And I don't, we don't know, but it's, it's fun to, it's fun to oh, that's ha- have fun with it. I yeah. mean, th- they're the only Yodas we know. So, <laughs> right and one's a male the other's a female and now we have a baby yep. well, so one guess, plus one equals two <laughs> so so guess who voiced yaddle do you know this oh um yeah uh i had seen this but i don't remember so go ahead and take it uh bryce dallas howard right and she played a character in uh the latest video game right uh, that no 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 no. She is the daughter of Ron Howard. And oh, she directed some episodes of The Mandalorian. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Yep, she was great. I loved Yaddle in this. Yeah, um, because absolutely before, loved it. Before my only thoughts were of Yaddle was God, she's ugly. <laughs> yeah, how did her and Yoda hook <laughs> <Right>. up? <laughs> I mean, Yoda's not exactly the best looking little frog in the planet, but, um, <laughs> you know, man, boy, in the movie, she's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I adored the character to development they did with Yaddle. Yes. Yeah. Someone very knowledgeable, someone very gracious, you know, Dooku, we can bring you back from this. We can. Yes. You know, no matter what's happened, we can work through together. I am on your side. And I love that. I, I was just like, oh, my goodness, just so much more to this character and fleshed out. And then when the big cog or the big gate came right down on her, I was like, oh, well, before we, get to that, we had the reveal that she left the council. Yes. And she actually said she was on Dooku's side. Mm hmm. That was interesting because yeah, there was her a, and Yoda at odds. It does. Yeah. Oh, I found man. that intriguing too. And I'm I hate to going, be at that dinner table that night. You ain't kidding. <laughs> so we know they got it on before uh, she left the council. Right. Maybe, maybe that's it. They got it on, and then 
<laughs> she left the council. That's what. Right, right. But it is. I guess the timeline doesn't work though. Yeah, it does tell me there was a start of a movement amongst yes. the council, some disagreement with how things were being handled and how things were being viewed. And it almost makes me wonder with with Mace Windu a little bit more about his character, oh, that yeah. staunch belief, that staunch opinion, that staunch, you got to go by the rules kind of framework. And, um, I, yeah, he's, I, the, he's the kind of guy that's, it's a hundred percent. That's we follow the rules. 100, <laughs> 110%. 110%. That's right. <laughs> Don't make Mace angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. That's right. <laughs> Cause then he's going to be all MF and you. Right. <laughs> Look here. <mother>. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, the storytelling was just fabulous. I don't think I can talk enough about it. Just the whole story with Count Dooku surrounding it, um, the push of the Senate, you know, you've got some Senate leaders that are being, you know, the first two episodes mm -hmm. of Dooku's storyline were all about bad Senate leaders. Oh yeah. Bad yeah. senators, excuse me. And then the, the third episode was really about really bringing in more about the Jedi council. Mm -hmm. you know about their kind of lost their way a little bit or their you know what's your role and purpose and and um well and how that was I, george lucas's original idea he he wanted to show flaws in the council so um and these are all written by filoni filoni was handpicked and trained yeah by the creator himself so mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. um dave you're 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 gonna follow my blueprints <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like poetry it rhymes yep all right well um so uh last little bit yaddle when the gate came down on her i was like oh no squish yeah and then i loved it how all of a sudden it starts moving coming up and the sun is coming behind her just that whoa you know kind of a thing and then we um, get that moment where Dooku really does go to the dark side. That was the moment. Yeah. 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 I think, I think right after that, I think that's when Darth Sidious deems him Darth Tyrannus. That's, yes. Agreed. Uh, granted, we didn't get that in the episode, but. You shall have a new name. Right. Darth Tyrannus. <laughs> Darth Vader. Oh no! Wait, I've I've got that. I'm saving that one. Yeah, <laughs> saving that one. <laughs> saving that one. You don't get that one. I'm gonna right. call you Darth Tyrannus. Sounds better than Dooku. Right. <laughs> Dooku sounds like you just went to the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, but I did. It does put perspective. The rest of the prequel trilogy. I agree. It gives I, some great. Yeah, wait I'm gonna minute, go back minute. and so that makes the prequels. Much more better. Makes the prequels much more better. For all you prequel haters out there. <laughs> I do enjoy the prequels. I do too, actually. I, um, I do. Um, all right. We ready to move on to the next one? Yes. And as we move on back to Ahsoka, I'm going to test this, everybody, to see if this works. So okay. here we go. I'm going to make this bigger. Turn this up. And then let's see if this works. So those who are listening, what I'm doing is I'm going to try to share the screen 
to show. Oh, did you get the owl? I did. Ah. And I'm going to see if it works. <gasps> yes, dude. Watch parties. All, all, all right. I see is a bunch of mushroom smurf houses. Watch. <laughs> let me let me know if you hear it, everybody, too. Here we go. Oh, wow. And There's there. Yeah. The nice. Did you hear it? Did you hear it, too? Could you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Oh yeah, we're so doing watch parties, everybody. So there was the owl. So so there's the owl. We could do watch parties. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay. We're still learning, folks. <laughs> we are still learning how to use StreamYard and 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 also I'm very excited about that. So uh, hopefully there wasn't anything of that scene. It was short enough that we won't get <laughs> dinged for it. Well, we didn't talk about the rock, so oh. Oh well, there it goes. Well, wah wah. Seventy-two countries, folks. Yeah. Anyway, Sage Page. Sage Page said the audio was great. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. All right. So, episode five, the uh, is entitled "Practice Makes Perfect." Uh, disappointed with a battle simulation, she has to fulfill. Anakin devises rigorous ex- exercise for his Padawan Ahsoka, where she has to overcome a group of clones practicing the drill for years. Ahsoka is able to survive during Order 66. Now, honestly, this whole episode was just a buildup to Order 66. The entire episode. Because we even get the moment when Rex is taking her in to the rest of the troops. And that's when he says, I hope all that training paid off. And now we know what that line actually means. Uh-huh. And it was pretty cool. I liked it. Um, I liked it because it showed how Anakin doesn't buy into the, the normal training of the Jedi. The, the just classic, this is what a Jedi does to train and everything. Mm-hmm. Anakin goes on his own and he does his own thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it really brings out his skill as both a Jedi and as both a master to train a Padawan. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. I, I, this was a neat episode. Got yes. a little redundant, you know, but I think mm-hmm. the redundancy had a purpose. So agreed. Agreed. Um, I, I enjoyed it because it gave me the picture or the storytelling behind the scenes of, again, where, Anakin is and where the Jedi council is about training and well, we've always done it this way or it, you right. know, it's almost like, well, we've already got it outlined. You just got to follow the outline where I think with Qui-Gon with Dooku and even with Anakin, we're beginning to see this push of, of, uh, uh, we've got to think outside the box. You, you, every, you, know, it's you know, changing. changing. I hate that saying, but you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. It's, we, just, we, it's just a cliche saying I get tired of, but no, you're absolutely right. I agree totally. Yeah. And, and I think it's the beginning for me is now understanding why there needed to become balance in the force. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, so it, it does almost give you the feeling that Anakin really was the chosen one that he really was the one who was supposed to bring balance to the force, but mm-hmm. he gets lost along the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the, uh, 
the um uh oh gosh the prophecy was not translated or interpreted wrong it was interpreted by those who were still within the box ah, and, it, okay. and it just goes to show that sometimes with context determines meaning and you know even within the prophecy just looking at the prophecy for what it was but sometimes our own situations our own personalities our own frameworks and the you know the Jedi council frameworks we presuppose onto the prophecy we presuppose our own ideas onto it rather than letting the prophecy speak play for out. itself Re- play out i like that Ooh, yes that's good that's good wow as we'd say in the church, that could preach. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I don't so have a lot stay, more. To stay say, tuned, though. everybody, because Stephen's about to start the first Jedi Church. No, I'm just teasing. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh no, no, you wouldn't be starting the first. Uh, well, there was our, that was established in England. So, <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. years ago. Years ago, that's the Jedi right. Church was I forgot about was that established. All right. Okay, number six, resolve. Okay, after Padme Amidala's death in the fall of the Republic, depicted in Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, my favorite movie, everybody, by the way, that's my favorite Star Wars movie. Ahsoka goes into hiding and becomes a farmer. After a farmer she saves realizes her true identity, the village is massacred by an Inquisitor. Ahsoka kills the Inquisitor and joins the rebellion. Now, this was loosely taken from the novel Ahsoka. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I I kept trying to remember. I'm like, I, I don't think this was actually one of the stories, but it fits that novel beat for beat. Um, because in the novel, she's kind of planet hopping and hiding is what she's doing. She's kind of doing the Obi-Wan thing, except Obi-Wan stays, well, mostly stays in one place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As we saw from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, but... Um, yeah, so she's like planet hopping. She's trying to fit in with different, uh, um, you know, uh, cultures and just, you know, mm-hmm. hiding herself as much as she can. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and then when that, uh, when the, uh, uh, inquisitor shows up, I didn't think he was an inquisitor at first. I didn't think so either. I thought he was Darth Nihilus at first. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. I got really excited too. I was like, "They're bringing Darth Nihilus in here, into this. That's pretty awesome." He looked great. He did. He did. Looked Man, fabulous. She took him down quick, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh man, I kind of wanted him to stick around just a little longer." Than what he did. <laughs> well, it was only a sixteen-minute episode, so you I know. know. But it's it's the Darth Maul thing. You it, make a bad guy that cool looking and then take him out that quick. It's like, uh, you got to give him some more screen time. <laughs> right. I mean, there should at least <laughs> been another episode with him or something. <laughs> He's too cool looking to just, you know, I, I'm glad I, I'm glad Ahsoka did. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad it was Ahsoka that did it because it just shows that she she has become a very powerful Jedi. And I mm. love that. But. You know, gosh, again, it's the Darth Maul factor. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it that it showed her prowess. She has not suffered any, if that makes sense. Her abilities have, you know. 
yeah, she's not the uh, premature, you know, she's not the the immature uh, teenager that we see in the early days of the Clone Wars. She's no longer Snips. Oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I hate Snips and Sky Guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, first couple right. seasons are very cringeworthy because of that, but yes. Thank God we moved on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and R2E. R2E. That's something that used to drive me up a wall. Right. And she'd call R2D2. R2E. R2. It's not R2E. R2-E. It's R2. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Uh, all in all, um, these are both stories one about Ahsoka, one about Count Dooku, and both were fabulous. Oh, yes. At the end, you know, when she's using her communique from uh, from Jimmy Smith, uh, not Jimmy Smith, he plays the <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Organa, Senator Organa. Um, Bail Organa. Yeah. I. Princess I, Leia's adopted dad. Yes. I I like that. And then at the very end, it was the little, you know, you ready to get back in the game kind of a thing. And there's a little nod where she was like, yeah. That's the kickoff to Rebels right there. That, that's going into Rebels when she becomes the, uh, what, what was, what did they call her? The, the uh, not linchpin. <laughs> I forget. I forget what her uh, code name was. Um, oh right gosh i can't think of what it it's is it's gonna drive us crazy now um gosh i can't remember something pin. fulcrum fulcrum oh fulcrum that's it fulcrum yes okay, so i was wrong it wasn't pin but anyway yeah she where she becomes fulcrum yeah yeah, here's the in the Star Wars Rebels fandom, it says Fulcrum was a code name assigned to several rebellion operatives to hide their identities. The idea was conceived of by Ahsoka Tano, who was the most prominent agent to have gone by this name. Right. Ooh, right on. And there's where she comes back. Yeah. Yep. I'm a, I'm pumped for the Ahsoka series, by the way. So do you think there'll be more Tales of the Jedi after this? Do you think they'll do another one? Well, the door's open for it. It's it's almost in the same vein of, you know, Rebels and Clone Wars, you know, the three episodes. It's more like Visions. Well, Visions. Visions is getting a season two, so. Are they really? Yep. Ooh, exciting. Okay. Um, I know Visions is focused on, on Japanese anime. Right, that style and stuff. Yeah. The, uh, where I this is more leaning towards, you know, the Clone Wars and Rebels and those that style. I don't know, or yeah, Bad with, Batch even with the Tales uh, label, you can tell I, any Star Wars story, any Jedi story, and I'm all down for Jedi stories. So it's almost um, like an anthology within the series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they are. They are continuing with these stories. They are continuing to fill gaps, mm-hmm. but it's it's almost in that anthology style. I I would watch it. I would I would watch another season. I would love another Heck season. Yeah. Heck yeah! I love the mm-hmm. format. I think it's a great format. Mm-hmm. You know, and as long as the mm-hmm. storytelling is as good as this, and you leave Dave Filoni in charge, and I think you're going to continue to get that great storytelling. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. After all, well, he was trained by 
George Lucas. Yeah. Here's where he's headed. Here's what he's doing. Here's what's behind it all. So, yeah. Absolutely. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. So, um, yeah. So, that's... that's I, I, I'm down for more. I'm down for more. Me too. Me too. Yep. All right. Woo. Well, with that, everybody, we're an hour and 20 in. Um, great discussions. Great to see everybody in the uh, chat. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, don't forget to check out our website, www.2geeks. Oh, you know what? I did not put those in here. <laughs> well, you're getting used to new things and new ways of doing things. So Right. So let me see if I could do it on the fly. 2geeksmike.com. Add banner. And let's see what this looks like. There we go. Hey, it looks geeks, good, too. 2geeksmike.com. Um, also, uh, check out our Kofi page. So that's www.kofi.com. And that's going to be slash 2geeks. See, we're doing this in real time, everybody. <laughs> there we go. And Kofi's just there to... Uh, Help us to uh, fund the things such as StreamYard. Um, yes. You know, just the things that we need to uh, do this website or do this podcast. Because yes. podcasting ain't free, folks. <laughs> right. Look, I've got it as a ticker now. Oh, Scrolling cool. at the bottom of the screen. Nice. Now you're really playing around with things. I am really playing awesome. around, everybody. So, yeah. Awesome. But we do thank you so much for your help. Um in, in just helping us do this and and I appreciate it because now I get to see Mike's orange goatee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a few weeks until it finally washes out. <laughs> I'm gonna go see how much of it'll wash out right after I'm done with this. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think much of it's gonna wash out, so it'll it's probably gonna be there for a little while. Uh, yeah. anyway. Um yeah, and and we do we just did record a new uh, classic sci-fi um, for the Kofi subscribers. We mm-hmm. did um, They Live, one of my personal favorite films, <laughs> with the great Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Um, right on. We've come to chew bubblegum and to kick ass. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to see that, go over to Kofi. Uh, buy us a coffee. You can watch that. Steven's going to put up the audio sometime this weekend. This weekend. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that will be ready to go out to the $2 subscribers and $3 subscribers get the video. Um, yep. And then, of course, you get access to our Discord, which we still are figuring out. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done much with Discord, everybody. We're still trying to get that squared away. Um, excuse me but how cool would it be we all do a now now i gotta figure out how to use Streamyard for doing watch parties yeah that'd be cool it that'd would be, be good cool. all that right it'd be good all right man well thank you everybody thanks for joining us i really appreciate it uh it was this was a great episode great topics thank you mike for bringing up all the, the news and stuff like that that was really interesting and um great discussions always love talking some jedi action and this was no exception so with that thanks everybody mike it's up to you to sign us out okay make sure to go like us on facebook on 
YouTube. Um, make sure and like our videos. Go hit the little button and the bell thingy, all that stuff. You know all the YouTube stuff. <laughs> all the things that all the other YouTubers say. But it does help our, the algorithm for people to find us. And uh, and um, if you haven't yet, please go and rate uh, our rate and review our podcast on your podcast platform of choice. If you are a audio listener Um, and we really appreciate you guys. So with that said over and out and um, may the force be with you. Thank you for joining us today on the two geeks and a microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 